4: Let's roll. This is more Rage. I am Gabriel Maranci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of bust and everybody else in between. The Twisted Tuesday has uh, begun. Let's uh, do this thing. Countdown to kickoff continues. Thursday night football, Chargers, and uh, Chiefs. Let's roll. Jerry Palm, CBS Sports.com, will step up and in and kick it. with us. Andrew McInnis from Wager Talk? Steve Merrill, a member of the Shady Five, throws it down with us uh, here this evening. And speaking of throwing it down to Las Vegas, Aces threw down the Connecticut Sun uh, Tonight, rather easily, uh, we thought that they would. I thought that the game would go over the number. It stayed just uh, under eighty-five, seventy-one. And if you tune in to Game Time Decisions, I talked about uh, Aja Wilson uh, being the MVP, and she was like minus one ten. And I'm like, she's the best player on the team. She's carried this team all year. She's minus one ten, and and the series price is minus six hundred. You don't have to know anything about the WNBA, but if you know anything about gambling, you look at that and you're like, man, come on, right? And, uh, yeah, so nevertheless, Wilson tonight sets a WNBA finals record. Most points ever scored in the WNBA finals game, 26. 26, so she sets a record tonight. 85-71, the Aces are one win away from a championship. They play on Thursday night, of course they do. I'm sure that I'm sure that the tip-off is the exact same time as the uh, the Chiefs and the Chargers as well. Why wouldn't you play on Thursday? <laughs> why, why, why wouldn't you? Oh, shocker! Oh, they're playing Thursday. Of course they are. As I've stated, like people think, oh, the WNBA are stupid for doing this. They don't control it, right? They sold their rights to the television uh, network, and the television network is going to say, well. Yeah, we're going to put this head-to-head against whatever sporting event is going on uh, right now. Aaron Judge smashes home runs number 56 and 57 this evening. And so the Yankees' record is 61, right? He's just going to get there. He's obviously going to get there. And this really is one of the most impressive seasons in Major League uh, Baseball history, uh, what he's doing uh, right now. And I don't know what it is about baseball people, right? Like, any, if you're a baseball person and you actually like any of these rule changes, you deserve to get hit, like, severely. You know, I don't want to say, like, hit in the face with a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, but hit in the back. hitting the back. You deserve to be plunked hard, Right? You deserve to be plucked hard, but, you know, can we have, like, can we have nice things? Like, the people always have to complain. This is coming from, uh, this is coming from, um, from sports rage. So, I'm seeing, like, on Twitter and stuff, and whatever. There's a lot of tool bags on Twitter, so whatever. You know, it it is, it is what it is. But, uh, about Albert Pulos. Oh, he must be on Steroids. You just Shut up the, the, the guy's massive. He's one of the greatest hitters of all time I hate to break it to you dumb asses, but if you're a 250 pound man <laughs> And you're swinging a little stick and some dudes throwing a baseball 100 miles at that little stick and the 245 pound man hits that uh, little ball with his stick the b- ball goes far All right, you don't need steroids nowadays. All right, the ball goes far Now the new one I see Oh, Aaron Judge, you can beat, beat Roger Mertz. The, the real record is 73. Yeah, we know that, but shut up. Who cares? Shut up! The late night after match across this is SportsRage. I am Gabriel Marantz. the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them. And everybody else in between, we're kicking it. Let's do this thing. Countdown to kickoff is on. We've got the Bolts and the Chiefs on Thursday night. We'll break down the numbers. We'll get you caught up to date with all the point spreads in the National Football League. A lot of NFL talk on the program this evening. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. The Mighty 1090 ESPN Radio. What's up, San Diego? What's up, Los Angeles? What's up, SoCal? Up and down the coast. Sirius XM Channel 159. Globally. Uh, sports map. Sports byline. Our forces radio uh networks a lot of stuff to break down uh tonight jerry palm uh will join us one of my favorite guests jerry palm cbssports.com bracketologist and uh, college football analyst bowl projector called football projector he's a projector and uh, Jerry Palm's got some best bets of the week uh, for us. We'll talk college football's hot topics, so and we'll get in Jerry Palm's best bets of the week. If you like the bet, then this is a, a show that you're going to like uh, this evening. we got Steve Merrill stepping up and in. Wagertalk.com. Steve Merrill will talk NFL football with Steve. Andrew McKinnis kicks it uh, with us. We'll get uh, McInnis' thoughts on uh, week two of the National Football League. McInnis uh, might have some CFL picks uh, for us and mckinnis likes to bet on the pucks and uh we're now the countdown's on man we're a little little more than three weeks away from the start of the national hockey league regular season say what like really come on man it seems like it was like 10 days ago that the stanley cup finals uh you know they they were just wrapped up and hockey's already back hey it's all good another sport in a rotation we don't have a problem with that We don't have a problem with that Aaron Judge goes deep. Home run number 56 and 57. This guy's, you know, it's a nice little mini story that we have going on here right now. With Aaron Judge and with Alvaro Pujols. The Yankee record, 61. He's four away from immortality. This is sports rage. Bring it.
3: You are listening to Sports Rage Late
1: Night with Gabe Marinci.
4: like that anger management class. This is Rage. I am Renzi, the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. Uh, we'll bring Andrew McKinnis in uh, momentarily. So uh, Aaron Judge is on a tear uh, right now. And I've always respected Aaron Judge. Listen, he's a hell of an athlete, right? I mean, he's a, he's a physical marvel, and... The thing with Aaron Judge, it's you know who he is. It's almost like Saquon Barkley, another New Yorker. It's like if it's like whoa, I, you know what I mean, you see Saquon Barkley. I told you guys this before, and I don't say this. I don't say this. You know, I've seen everyone play, and I don't throw it around loosely. But people that pay attention, years ago, I told you, I said I saw Saquon Barkley in person one night. I said this is the best like running back I've seen since Barry Sanders. I said like like I was like whoa like it was like it was like a religious experience type thing. You're like, oh my God, he's like Michael Jordan. Like you see the guy and you're like, this is next level. Barry Sanders, Bo Jackson, you know, although Bo Jackson didn't play long enough to be talked about in that uh, category. But Aaron Judge always been great. He hit home runs and stuff, but he, you know, he gets hurt. And everyone hits home runs nowadays. So home runs, there's a little, it's lost a little luster. Let's just be real. But the thing is, he plays great defense, too. I mean, he's been robbing home runs. He's got more home run robs than anybody. And just to put it in perspective, Aaron Judge, uh, so he hit his uh, 56, 57th home run. Judge is now tied for fifth uh, all-time for most home runs in American League history. And they play softball in the American League. Fat guy softball. All right? Everybody hits home runs here. So it's pretty impressive. Um, This is the list that he's on here. Roger Maris, Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth, Hank Greenberg, Jimmy Fox, Alex Rodriguez, Ken Griffey Jr., Ken Griffey Jr. An incredible uh, list and company to be on. But what's really amazing is Aaron Judge has 20 more home runs than anybody else in Major League Baseball does. Kyle Schwarber has 37. It's the first time a player will finish uh, a calendar day with 20-plus home runs led since the last day of the 1928 season when Babe Ruth led Jim Bottomley and Hack Wilson, what a name, Hack Wilson, by 23 home runs. Hasn't been done since 1928. And I see some guy in the media saying, Aaron Judge's record won't mean anything unless he breaks 73. We're not talking about 73. We're talking about 61 in the Yankees, all right? And the fact of the matter is, I'm not a big anti-steroid guy because pitchers took steroids too. I was in the room when this stuff happened. I was covering baseball in, in clubhouses during that damn era. So I know everyone was about steroids. But steroids did help people hit the ball further. There's no freaking disputing it. All right? There's no disputing it. All right? cocaine didn't help you hit the ball further in in the 80s and stuff I'm not taking it away from these guys it is what it is it's like Ben Johnson Ben Johnson ran the fastest than anyone ever run was he he juiced up and cheating yes he was he was still fast it's only baseball that people panic and the other thing is too about oh Albert Pujols pitchers are are grooving in pitches no they're not no, they're not. They're what? The one guy, Blackburn, said, oh, you know what? Yeah, like, you know, if anyone really has respect and they love the guy and all this, I guarantee that to you, half the people in the league don't even know Albert Pujols is or care, all right? Like this whole, like, people just always with baseball, always got to go come after everything. Stop raining on the parade, all right? Let's bring in Andrew McKennis uh, right now. <laughs> McInnis uh, steps up and then wagertalk.com. What's going on, Andrew McKinnis? How you doing tonight?
5: What's going on, Gabe? Doing very well, thank you.
4: All right, uh, thank you for, uh, for joining us uh, this evening. You're ready to go. Uh, football is back, and you're a big hockey guy. Hockey's like only three weeks away right now. It's like 24 days or something, 23, 24 days away right now only. It's hard to
5: believe. You know, you start getting so locked in on the NFL, college football, and, uh, you know, just spending so much time reading about football. And then, like you said, oh, my God, here comes hockey. So I'm pumped about it. It's it's kind of nice seeing headlines finally, uh, again, about hockey and, and media quotes and, and all that kind of stuff. And it gets you excited, you know, training camp starting and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to it. I feel like it's going to be a very, very competitive league this year, Gabe. Can't wait to, uh, to uh, see the preseason and kind of see how some of these teams, um, you know, fall, uh, especially the ones that made a lot of moves you know like florida calgary i'm looking forward to seeing how those teams turn out
4: i had a pizza tonight from the company that owns the calgary flames and i tell you what like they're i hope the flames are better than their pizza is but that's all i'm gonna say Uh, about that and i tell you what the prices that they charge at that place man oh my god like, I, now I know, like, if, if you ever wonder how the Calgary Flames can afford to pay their players, don't worry about it. They have money, all right? I just paid hey. $40 for a pizza and French fries, and the fries were better than the pizza. You got a problem. It's hard to screw up pizza, too. Like, but anyways. You're helping pay salaries, Gabe. Come on, man. I am. It's like what car- That's what That's I like – I, I, I walked out of there thinking, <laughs> you know what? I bet on the Flames They better effing win, because I just paid for, like – <laughs> I just paid for, who is it, Huberto? Huberto and Cadre? Yeah, it's pizza money. If you're wondering, That's it's like all pizza. Pe- uh, Carmine always says that when he goes to Jays
5: games and he pays like twenty five bucks for a beer, he's paying for Marner's contract.
4: Um, uh, Marner plays for the Leafs. <laughs> That's
5: what I mean. Yeah, MLSE. MLSE owns them all.
4: No, they don't. Sort of caught out I didn't mean to stiff. Like it was just. Sort of, I shouldn't have said anything. Um, Rogers owns the Toronto Blue Jays. Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment owns the Toronto Maple Leafs. They do not like each other, the companies. Oh, um, well, my, Maple, my mistake then. Yeah, Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment own TFC, the Raptors. Uh, that, that must be what it is, TFC. And the Maple he goes, Leafs.
5: He's a, he's a season ticket holder. That, that's what it must be, TFC. TFC.
4: Of uh, oh TF- yeah 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 TFC there you I, go yeah I don't yeah, mind yeah. getting called out like that I just got shocked because I was like I really thought they did and then when you said no that, I was wasn't like, trying oh, to be a TFC. jerk and like I don't like I don't want to like oh yeah, you're wrong and then come on like <laughs> no, no, no 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 it's I a small it. thing yeah, he's a, he's a, not everyone he's knows a who TFC
5: owns season ticket holder so my bad yeah yeah but that is crazy and we've now figured out that Gabe is paying for Nazim Kadri to play for the Calgary Flames yeah how many pizzas are you paying for it? <laughs> Sorry,
4: I brought this I'm, up. <laughs> just because I saw the box in front of me. <laughs> How much did it cost? How much do you pay for it? I just said $40. It was...
5: Yeah, see, I didn't want to believe
4: that. That's and McKenna's just got like, uh, Matthias right now, he's understanding my night now. I'm mean, See what I go through with this? I just said, I spent $38 on french fries and a pizza. <laughs> I don't believe that like that's you're like you're like someone that works in a a, like it drives me nuts like like I walk in like it happens every time I go in and then so now I just yell at them and now they just think I'm like an angry like jerk which I guess they're right but you go into a McDonald's nowadays you're like yeah can I get a uh, McChicken a french fries and uh to go please is that it for here to go it's like I just told you to go (laughs) Like so now, there's no, like it happens all the time. Like I so you go into stores now, they they hit you up for bags. You know, you gotta pay for bags, save the environment. So I go to the store and I got like, you know, four bottles of Pepsi, a bag of chips and a bunch of stuff. So I go, and a bag, please. And every time. Do you want a bag? No, I'm gonna put this stuff on top of my head, man. Like I you know what I mean? Like I'm on the cover of like a magazine here. You know? <laughs> like, come on, man. Today's, it's today's society. All to bring up, yeah, that the pizza sucked, all right? <laughs> McKinnis. For $40. Yeah, $38. The French fries were better, uh, as I was saying. Uh, all right, uh, McKinnis. So, yeah, just for the record, um, I do have a couple of hockey futures that I'm circling in on right now. And I've got – so there's one team here. That's One. I've got uh, two. I was looking at the Canadians as at, at seventy two and a half as an improvement. It's kind of low. I think they can get there, but I'm not like fully in love, love, love with it type thing. And then um, so it looks like I've got four. I'm not forcing these things and plus you've got to wait like eighteen months to get paid for NHL futures because the season's like eighteen months long. I love how they say, oh, you can't just put winter in the summer Olympics. Yeah, I know, because the NHL doesn't play in the freaking summertime. This world sucks. SportsGrid.com.
2: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey Bobby, Hi, Bobby. Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. Oh yeah the late night anger management class this is sports rage i am rnc the pitch the players the hustlers the people that bust them and everybody else uh in between uh we're throwing it down here with andrew McKinnis. a lot of stuff uh, to get to here so last night we raged about nate hackett even though we were on the seattle seahawks uh last night but nate hackett whatever we told you that nate can't hack it uh when he got the job uh at the time so, none of this comes as a surprise, and I also told you last night, it's funny, when am I ever wrong, I told you last night also, after the game, that he will, so he defended it last night, right, he said after, do no, not why well, we did the right thing, and like, and then I said, yeah, whatever, tomorrow he'll say that he was wrong, <laughs> and, and then right on cue, here we are, and you know, you had to go to apologize. You know that he had to go to uh, apologize to Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson took one for the team after by stating it was the right uh, the right move. Right? he said, after all, it was the right move. You know that's that's not true. That's and that, you know that's the thing with Russell Wilson too. He's a nice guy and stuff. Um, I get it, bro. But the thing is, being like religious and you know being a man of God and all that doesn't mean like you have to lie. Like, just say after, I was disappointed the way, like, everything is just give the glory to God. I'm just happy to, you know what I mean? Everything. It's like, dude, if you overuse it, like, it, it loses its punch, bro. And I'm a God-fearing man. So I'm just saying, like, it's like, no, you know, no, no. even a coach admitted. It. it was a stupid move. Like, for, for Russell Wilson to say it was the right move, the last 42 times, the last 42 times that somebody tried a 64-yard field goal or longer in the NFL, they made it twice. All right. Last year, teams went for it on fourth and five. 45 times, they made it 22 of the times. 48% to uh percent yeah, to uh, two for 42. Which 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 do you think is a better move? All right, let's let's bring in uh, Andrew uh, McKennis uh, here. And McKennis a Packer fan, so I'll save the segment about Brett Favre ripping off welfare recipients in Mississippi for a little bit later on. <laughs> we'll get to that we'll get to that one a little bit later on I see someone in our uh, I see someone in our chat and shout out who is it that uh, who is it Uh, free Jen there it is King Ganja what up King Ganja in Dallas Texas yeah hashtag Jen Sturger it's funny because Brett Favre flashed his junk to her sent like uh, junk pics to her she reported it told them listen Brett Favre was sending me junk pics. She got fired, <laughs> like, and her career was basically done because how dare she complain to the Jets that their quarterback was sending pics of uh, the junk? I like Jen. Like we had her on our show, and in fact, this is a little inside uh, piece here. I tried to, um, I tried to get Jen Sturger on our network and stuff. When I, was doing the, uh, when I was doing the morning show in New York City, I said, man, you know, I'm in New York. I'm like, you know what? It was after uh, Serpico with Michelle and stuff. It was around the same time. but Because I had been on the show a couple of times, and I lived in the same neighborhood as her. And I was like, man, she's big time and stuff. Let's get her on. But she was big time. She wanted a lot of money. <laughs> she, she wanted a lot of money. Uh, all right. So, Andrew McKinnis uh, with us. McKinnis, rough start for the Packers. Skull. Skull. Are the Packers going to beat the crap out of the Bears on Sunday night, in your opinion?
5: To be frank, I'm not confident. You know, like with, with the with the Packers, if I'm playing anything besides fading them, you know, if, if if there's anything I'm doing with them, it's totals wise, and it's going to be unders, just like I said last week on the show. I mean, uh, it's one thing to fade your own team, but it's another way to also fade them and look towards the under, I mean, and just expect the chemistry not to develop. You know, it's hard to look at your quarterback and watch him be disgusted after every single play or after his offensive line doesn't protect him well enough. And, I'm not just saying it's on that and in, in the offensive chemistry that there's some, definitely some problems on defense as well. Uh, they got burnt and, uh, we saw Justin Jefferson, you know, go to town and have his way, but I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm
4: not panicking. I think yeah, but last that, um, time I checked, last time I checked, Jeff, J- Justin Jefferson doesn't play for the Chicago bears, right? No, for the Vikings. No, I know, but they're not playing the Vikings oh. this week. It's a new game this week. <laughs> I know, I know. I know that I, Jefferson I lit them up, but he's not playing I, against them this week. I I don't trust them to put up that
5: many points. I don't trust them to beat a team by that much right now, Gabe. I truly don't. I I don't think. I don't. I don't want to bet on them to yeah. win by that type of margin. You know, I think that I think the Bears are going to hang tough. And, you know, it might not be an overreaction to what I saw from them in week one, but, you know, they certainly did something more than I thought the Packers were going to do. You know, they certainly surpassed my expectations more than the Packers surpassed mine. So, uh, long-winded answer. Look, I like unders in this matchup. I like unders with the Packers uh, moving forward, um, but I will not lay this many points with the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. So you like the under 42 and a half, you're saying? I do. And if I was playing the side, I would most certainly take the
4: dog here. What about you? All right. Um, I think that it'll be a boring game. Um, I think, you know, I mean, I always get annoyed at the Bears on national television, to be honest. Like, why? Why you do this to us? They're terrible. They're terrible, right? And I think they are terrible. They won a game last week, but the only reason they won it was because it was in a freaking monsoon and everything went their way. So, and they ended up winning the game. Um, I'm more on the other side. I'm more of thinking, you know what, I think this will get – I don't think the Packers will be – like, I don't – you know, won't be, like, overly beautiful, but you have too much talent for them. You're in a bad mood after the beatdown last week. I think the kids will make plays a little bit this week. You'll get that ground game going. And quite frankly, I don't think the Bears' offense can do enough to cover the number. Like, I'm not you – know, I'm in the same boat here um, as far as, you know, it's a lot of points and stuff, but – I like Seattle more getting 9.5 points than I like the Bears. I'll put it that way. I think it could get away. Like You know what? I'll say 27-10 Packers. 27-10 Packers. So which would get your under. Dude, Aaron Rodgers owns these guys. Like the Bears, they were bad last week. Let's not kid ourselves; they were freaking terrible. The Bears, right? They were losing ten nothing going into the third quarter. Samuel fumbles the football. Uh, the, the 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 starting running back alleged Mitchell got hurt in the second quarter, so he got knocked out. It was just sort of like it was a comedy. It was a house of horrors. And then a comedy of errors after, like everyone talks about Trey Lance, but dude, they had 12 penalties, right? The defense kept jumping offside, like that. Trey Lance doesn't play defense, (laughs) like Like it's easy all the time, like oh Trey Lance this, Trey Lance that. It's like Trey Lance didn't jump offside like three times in a row and prolong the drive, did he? Um, All right, so what catches your eye so far this week?
5: I I get that game. I just wanted to say that it's more so with me that I understand it might sound like I'm overreacting and. Maybe I it, maybe it is because I'm a fan, you know, and I'm disappointed. But I don't think it is, but I just truly don't think they can kind of, the Packers are going to be able to switch things from one week to the next. I just, I think it's going to take them some time. So I'm worried about them. I hope they blow them out. You know, like I said, I'm going to be on the under, but I hope they blow them out. This week gave one play I really like here. I've been talking about a lot today. The over in Giants and Panthers at over 43. I thought it was quite a bit of a low number here. And I like, especially week one, Looking at you know, not how teams started their games, but how they finished. You know, it's not Danny Dimes. He ended with an eighty one percent completion rate, three straight passing touchdowns to win the game for them. Saquon Barkley tore it up on the ground and we saw what Chubb did to the Panthers and you know I think the Panthers got better as the game went on you know Baker Mayfield I bet against them last week but he made me sweat it out big time that's for sure in the second half you know and uh, I think I think that um, you know their receiving core is a little bit underrated not talked about enough and if if McCaffrey does even just an average McCaffrey job I I think this total is a little too small so I I really like that over uh, as one player really like Giants Panthers over 43 Gave.
4: yeah I you know what I can see it being the same type of score the same type of score as the Cleveland Carolina game both teams get into the 20s type of deal right you know it could be a 23 20 but I, I hear where you're going listen there's a lot of talent on both teams specifically the Giants there's a lot of talent on the Giants, and the Giants' offense and the Panthers' offense will only get better with each pass, with each game, each quarter, because it's, it's a new system with the Giants, and then you've got new players with the Panthers, with Baker, and like you said, Baker came on, especially in the fourth quarter, but let me just backtrack one thing about the Packers. Last year, the Packers lost in week one 38-3 to the New Orleans Saints, in week uh, in week two, and for the record that game was in New Orleans. In week two, they returned home and they played the Detroit Lions, a bad division rival in a similar setting as the um, as the Bears are and the Packers beat them 3517. So I just want to, you know, what I mean, I think I think history will repeat itself here. I know Devonte Adams isn't there anymore, but like I said, I think they're, they'll be, they'll be able to pound the rock uh, enough. So, all right. So you like the over in the Giants game, Giants Panthers, uh, no argument. But uh, all right, what else? What else are you looking at here?
5: I really like uh, the Raiders over the Cardinals this week. Uh, You know, whether it's five and a half or six that you're getting, I I just, I really don't trust Arizona's offense. Um, Their defense gave up points big time. Take a look at Derek Carr, three interceptions. Um, I don't think that happens, you know, and with Renfro, uh, with Adams, like you just mentioned, Waller, they have a talented receiving core, and I just don't think Arizona's going to be able to keep up with them, and then they're going to start running the ball, and uh, it's game over. So, minus six for the Raiders.
4: One of my favorite plays this week here in week two. And number is really climbing. More with Andrew McKinnis, the late night anger management class. This is sports rage, vent your rage.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at WellsFargo.com/slash ActiveCash.
1: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at
3: $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on.
0: You
4: know, it'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. Yeah, we've done that. It's a Twisted Tuesday. Jerry Palm's going to join us. And uh, we'll see if Jerry uh, shares my excitement about J.J. McCarthy. And I'll tell you what, I haven't been this excited about a Michigan quarterback in a long time. I'm not just saying this. Haven't been this excited about a Michigan quarterback. Shout out to Sooner Lisa, who's a massive college uh, football fan. Go boomer sooner. They get the Huskers this week. Although of all weeks, they got to fire Scott Frost. Right? it would have been better. If Scott Frost was still there. If Scott Frost was still there. I would have put like you know three thousand dollars on Oklahoma to murder and massacre them. Now who knows? <laughs> right? You get this new coach and like I don't know. Maybe it's like it's sort of like the White Sox. Look, as soon as Tony La Russa left, they started winning right away. Now, let's. We got Andrew McKennis in the house. We're talking totals. Uh, he's he's, uh, he's dancing around though, no sides. He's stepping up. And so I notice you've got like all apps at the, the diner here. Where's the main Raiders course? Raiders on my you side. Oh, uh, the Raiders. Oh, that's right. You in the points of the Raiders. You're not scared by the big points now. You think they're going to kill Arizona?
5: I do. I do. I don't think Arizona can hang. Um, and you know what? I I look at the see. Sometimes gay people will look at interceptions and like a lot of turnovers in a game. And, and think like you know what—that's what this team is. I look at the type of game that the Raiders played with the three turnovers, and think, "Wow! If they even subtract that a little bit and sharpen things up a little bit, they're a really strong team. And if they distribute the ball a little bit more, they—they they really want to make it known that Adams is their new guy, didn't they? I mean, they went to him yeah, nonstop, yeah, yeah. but I feel like they've got lots of weapons, man, and they could run the ball. You know, I think that playing at home, especially in that crowd, I, I just feel like they're going to. Arizona will not be able to hang with them, and. You know, I, before the season started, I think I said it on your show, I'm not as high on the Cardinals as a lot of people are. You know, I, I don't think they have a lot of depth. And, you know, in dire situations, I don't trust Kyler to make situations or big plays. And people hate on me for that, Gabe. You know, people are like, what are you talking about? They're going to do great. They're going to cover spreads. You know, we'll find out this weekend. The fact of the matter is the number is it went down. Then it grew up again. Here we are at minus six. So I've laid it. That's the number I'm in on. And uh, I feel like they're going to win by 10, 10 plus.
4: I am pretty, I am pretty, um, I am pretty patient and reserved as far as bashing quarterbacks after week one. Right when people, you know, oh, Trey Lance sucks and oh, bench him for Jimmy G and all this other type of stuff, especially with young quarterbacks. Right with young quarterbacks, I give them a free pass, it's a week by week operation. Um, but with that being said, when we talk about veterans, it's different. And I like the Raiders last week, and let's call it off for what it is. I think you just nailed it, I think you hammered it, I think you smashed the nail uh, there a minute ago. with... The, the, the offensive line's a problem with the Raiders. And I tried to, you know, I knew it was. I knew it was a concern. I was high on the Raiders at into the, the year. I should have thought, like, okay, maybe, maybe it's, you know, maybe they really do have a problem with the old line. And I think they do. I mean, the, the pocket was collapsing all the time. But at the same point in time... The Chargers could have a good defense, so that and the Chargers were freaking bringing it, man. Like that was like a street fight, right? Like that was a serious battle. And like you said, they turned the ball over, and they were still, dude. It was three and a half. They lost by five, right? They were in the damn game. My deal is, let's just call it out for what it is. Where I'm getting at here is, Derek Carr didn't really play all that well right like there were times where i was like dude you got to get rid of the ball uh you're getting hit yeah we know the line but like anticipate this where he was he stayed in a pocket too much i thought and what what you really said there he got locked in all the time right like like i'm a big Derek car guy he's a smart quarterback but bro like you got a head fake you're you got to head fake these guys and stuff a bit like he had tunnel vision the whole night for for Devonte adams like he would drop and he was like he'd wait for it and it was like bro other guys are open, spread the ball around. Don't worry, bro. We got a lot of time, man, to celebrate with Devonte in the end zone. Like it was one of those, oh, let's go, let's go. I got you know what I mean? Let's get him a touchdown. Let's, you know, let, let's let let's start this party. It's like let it happen naturally. He'll get open and you'll hit him, as opposed to locking in on him. And look, the really Eagles did won be like that. Yeah, yeah, but but it did, I'm telling you, because it was, because it was, and then not just that, but Waller as well, so he would look for Adams, and it was like, Waller, Waller Adams, Waller Adams, and it was like, he was dialed in on it, man, and it was like, bro, It's not working. It's taking too long because those guys, you're throwing it down the field. You know what I mean? It takes longer to hit Adams than it will to hit Renfro, right? It's one of those deals. So it's like, bro, we got to get rid of it faster. we got to give up on this right now. Don't worry about hurting his feelings right now. And it seemed like he was dialed in, but it was the same thing with the Eagles. Like, they, they won the game and everything, but if you look, it was the A.J. Brown show. Because it's this deal, bro. They're like, you know, they're divas, man, right? These wide receivers. So you know that the OC and the coach are telling the quarterback even, we got to make this guy happy right away and get him some touches. Get him involved, so he's involved. But Devontae's not a bad guy, where he's gonna pout and stuff right away. I think it was just Carr getting excited because it was his buddy. You know what I mean? They played together at college. You know there was Raider fans everywhere in the building. I think they'll get, they'll be a little calmer this week. And one thing about Arizona, that you know, to defend Kyler Murray, it seems like I gotta defend this. Everyone loves bashing uh, guys. Um, the thing is with Kyler Murray. He didn't have – there's no Rondell Moore. There's no DeAndre Hopkins. Like, their wide receivers were pretty bad, bro. Like, no one was open. The line was, like, collapsing on them. Like, and it could be a problem because I think the – I think the only way you can really disrupt this Raider offense is if you get a pass rush. And I don't know if Arizona's going to be a pass rush on them to exploit the Raiders' bad offensive line.
5: Their pass rush was pretty much irrelevant. I mean, Mahomes had time. Uh, You know, I I just wanted to say, when you take a look at this Raiders team, and and kind of, like you said, the amount of options they have, it really is, you know, the word diva, like you said, I don't think Adams is that guy, but I feel like in game two it will be different, and they have stressed that it will be different, it was really noticeable, I don't think anybody could ever deny that, but It's a different team this week than it was last week, you know. And obviously, the Chargers aren't the best defense in the world, but they have a great offense, and they make you feel pressure to make big plays when you're on offense. And take a look at Carolina or uh, the Cardinals; they give up 7.4 yards per play last week. Obviously, they got torched, you know. But to me, I just that was to the Kansas City Chiefs. Exactly, you know, but I think that the great mix that they have through the air and on the ground is what I like Gabe. I like balance, you know, and I think that we really saw that with uh, with the Raiders both, you know, great performances on the ground and through the air. So look. The fact of the matter is, I don't think they're going to be able to get enough, you know, pressure on Carr and he'll be able to have time to make his decisions. But sometimes you want to look at you look at those and you're like, man, why wasn't I on that reception prop? Like I saw, gave that you were on the DK Metcalf prop for receptions on Twitter. I think he tweeted that. I had the yards, you know. Uh, those are tough in situations like that you see a guy getting fed and you wish well, why didn't i have that guy sometimes yeah. like you had dk and uh, i had the yards man i wish i i wish i had the receptions like you man but uh, it's all part of betting
4: let yeah, live and learn and i'll tell you moving forward it'll be the same thing this week again and, and moving forward you know what it is i talked about it before the game with uh, metcalf if you remember last year guys russell wilson they couldn't get him the ball they refused. Like, they would not throw him the ball. He had zero targets. Like, it would, he'd go through games where he'd he, he, touch the ball once. And then when Geno Smith would come in, um, it was completely the opposite. What they would do is they would just drop back Geno right away and just do the simple, like, hit, quick hit. Hot, boom, snap, bang. You know what I mean? Three steps, boom, hit him. Right? And you and see, this is the thing, McCannis. And I'm not calling and saying to you, but this is what I get from actually watching all the games. Right? Like, so for sure, you know what I mean, I'm not like, oh, yeah, I don't know they average this and they do this. I hear these people. It's like, I don't think this guy was even watching a game like, you know, what I mean, so I know for a fact, boom, Geno Smith with DK Metcalf. Their whole deal is get the ball in his hands. What do they do last night right away? Boom. Drop back throw and what do wreck off stiff arm people out of the way. He's a big dude. He's a strong, dude That's their thing, right? I know they want to extend it a little bit But they start off with just sort of let's just make sure we get the ball in his hands here and start moving the sticks and then we'll start stretching it a little bit and last night press conference after the game Gino Smith Oh, my number one priority, we talked about it all week, was just getting the ball out fast into our playmaker's hands with quick hits. I'm thinking funny. It's funny. Who said that on TV, national TV, before the game? That, <laughs> well, the great thing mean, about right? DK, like,
5: <laughs> too, though, Gabe, is he can turn nothing into something sometimes as well, right? Like there's games where he'll have, you know, six receptions for 90 yards, but there's also going to be games like last season. I think we saw two different games where he had two receptions for like 90 something yards. So he, like you said, he has the ability to turn nothing into something, but I, I also took that into account with my over on yards too. Like I understand that could be a reasoning for taking the receptions, but also when you're taking yards, it's nice to know that maybe in that game, if you aren't getting your receptions, you are turning nothing into something as well, right?
4: It's a debate. You know what I mean? And trust me, if you play all the, you play as props like I have for years, you, you, your mind, your mind will start. Oh, I got to play this, got to play that. It's almost like NBA. Well, I like the points and I like the rebounds. Should I do the points and the rebounds and the assist proper, or should I just take the rebounds? Like, so you start getting into you, that. You can get lost just staring <laughs> yeah, at yeah, 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 of yeah, the Yeah, 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 man. But my quick thought on it is, I'm more of I prefer the receptions. Like, put it this way, McKiss. If like you're telling me, okay, I'm, you know, Super Bowl Sunday, and they tell you, listen, you got a choice with a wide receiver. You can't bet both. You got a choice: Are you taking the, the the receiving yards or are you taking the receptions? I'll go with the reception prop. I'm good at reading the reception prop. Well, yards is more random, right? Is he going to break a tackle and this and that and and other things? But where I like the yards prop is like so like Cooper Cup's a good example, or like Jefferson or something. Like I would rather get these guys to catch eight balls then to get 120 yards you know what i mean i'll be like right. no, i'll go with the receptions because i know they're going to throw to cooper cup when the team is down i brought it up too i said if seattle are down they're going to throw a bunch of quick hits to metcalf so but what i like the yards is um this is for everyone tuning in i'm not mansplaining to uh to mechanics but with the yards when you get a, rec- a receiver guys like a van jefferson you know what i mean like a guy the third or fourth guy, McKinnis, and it's like 16 and a half or something, right? And it's like, all right, this guy catches one or two balls a game, but when he does, it's for like 20 yards type thing. They're going to hit him once for like 20 yards. So then I'll go with the yard one. So like if I see, yeah, man, this guy's 17 and a half yards, man. That's one catch, bro, in the NFL nowadays, man, right? If you're a wide receiver, you can get that in one catch. I'll go with that. But when we get into the like, oh, it's 88 and a half yards or four and a half receptions, not nah, nah, just give me the receptions.
5: Uh, it's interesting you you kind of you know you you set it up to me as if it's the uh, uh super bowl because you know pretty much what you just said is kind of what yeah, i've done Yeah because you over can't bet everything few.
4: all the time right what? we can but then you're going to get in trouble doing that I agree with that you. point, though. The guy that you don't, you will not
5: hear as much. You know what I mean. The guy down the depth chart will be the guy to get the one toss for you know surprising everybody for twenty five yards. Okay, that let's makes see. sense.
4: Are there You're making me now? rethink my pick now. <laughs> I, respect. <laughs> Which, I respect it, though. <laughs> no, well, listen. Like I said, prop batting is immensely more popular now than it's ever been and you know, it just is there's no there's no disputing it alright so here we go there are so let's see so uh, player receiving yards Thursday night alright let's see uh, Jarek McKinnon 16 and a half out of the backfield like stuff like that that's low that's not much Schuster's 57 and a half Aldous Gantling is 46 and a half Hardman 37 and a half I could live with Hardman over 37 and a half, McKinnis because he's so damn fast. You could hit this kid in a slant, and he could bust it for like 43 yards. Like, he, he's fast, fast. He's better fast, fast than a possession type guy. Bring it. What the hell's going on? I don't know what game I was watching and what's up, but like I got Gomer Pyle on TV in front of me here right now. I look up, I'm like, why why, why am I watching Gomer Pyle? Why like, what the hell? did I I think there was a commercial on one of the I was watching a game and there was a commercial I was watching the WNBA, that was it. And there was a commercial I don't know. I Ended up on me TV. VTV Seattle right now. All right. Uh, so we got Andrew McInnes. With, I can't wait, actually. For, you know We're just talking about props. It's an interesting conversation, the logistics of it, right? The the the, the approach of it, McKinnis But you're a very good hockey better, I know. And hockey props, guys, are tricky because you've got to follow the sport. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? You can't just casually go, oh, yeah, I think Kevin Durant's going to hit three or over under four threes tonight. It's very sort of simplistic, that. But the computer knows the NFL. The computer knows the NBA. These sports books, they run simulators, guys. It's not a fat guy smoking a cigar setting lines anymore. All right? It's a computer simulation. All right? By MIT math guys and stuff. And they run it like millions of times and they get to the projections and then they settle on a consensus projection and they're damn good at it. They can't do it for hockey. They don't know. And another thing is, sports books don't get enough hockey action for them to put higher enough, smart enough people to do it, McKennis. You know what I mean? I asked once, I asked a very powerful guy in the sports book industry that about that. I said, you know, your hockey, whatever. And he goes, dude, he goes, our hockey handles like 2% of our overall business. He goes, who cares if they win, right? Like basically like they don't care, right? they don't care. Like they, then a the computer can't really predict where the puck is going to bounce McKinnis as much. You know what I mean? Like on hockey, like for props and stuff. Like if you're watching a game, McKinnis, you, you know everything. You're like, man, this guy used to be on the fourth line. Now he's on the second line. He's playing on the power play. Computers don't know that stuff, right? They really don't. Uh, it sounds like, oh, they know everything. They don't. There's a soft spot. You can beat him at hockey, but you got to follow it. Give us one more pick on the way out, Mr. McKinnis. Yeah, we're going to go CFL style, Gabe. Got to keep it fresh with the CFL. Stay
5: committed to that one. BC, first play or first game under uh, Vernon Adams Jr. Over 52.5 in Calgary. I expect a big game out of both teams in that one. Thanks a
4: lot for your time, Gabe. Thank you for your time, Andrew McKinnon. It's made of winners be yours.